Welcome to the Cryptocurrency Teens podcast, a podcast aimed to educate teens on cryptocurrency and financial literacy. Each episode features thought leaders in the crypto and blockchain industry or inspiring entrepreneurs from the business world who share their career journeys and words of wisdom for teenagers. I'm Abigail Lee, the host of this podcast series, the founder of CryptocurrencyTeens.com and a junior in high school from New York City. For this episode, I'm excited to interview Cesare Fricassi, Associate Professor of Finance and Director of the Blockchain Initiative at the University of Texas at Austin. Cesare is an Associate Professor of Finance and the Director of the Blockchain Initiative at the McCombs School of Business at the University of Texas at Austin. He also leads the FinTech Research Lab, a laboratory where UT students explore cutting-edge technologies in finance. His primary research interest is in corporate finance. His research includes work on FinTech, corporate governance, credit rating agencies, small business financing, and the effects of social networks and culture on financial policies. He teaches fintech, corporate finance, and valuation to undergrad and graduate students, and empirical corporate finance to PhD students. Cesare holds a BS in electrical engineering from Politecno di Milano in Italy, and engineering from the Politecno, and an MBA and PhD in finance from UCLA Anderson. Hi, Cesare, welcome to the podcast. It's great to have you here. Hi, Abigail. It's, a, it's my pleasure. So I see that you are the Associate Professor of Finance and the Director of the Blockchain Initiative at the University of Texas at Austin. Can you tell us more about your university and your roles there? Absolutely. So um, the University of Texas at Austin is the largest and most prestigious university in Texas. Uh, it's a public university, and we have about 50,000 students between undergrad and graduate students. Um, I am a, a finance faculty in the McComb School of Business. Um, I, do, I do three things here. So I've been here for about uh, uh, 12 years. Um, I, I do three things. I, I teach, I do research, and, uh, and I lead the two uh, initiatives, the, the blockchain initiative and, and, and the FinTech lab. So let, let's start for the first one. I, I teach, I teach about uh, FinTech uh, to undergrad and graduate students. I also teach PhD students. Um, I do research most of the time. I think 60% of my time is spent on doing research, uh, research on, on, on why companies behave in the way they do, uh, especially when it comes to financial decisions. Um, lately, I've, I've been very interested in the role of technology in finance and, uh, and, uh, and fintech. Um, and, and, and the third hat that I actually have in, in at UT is uh, I lead the two initiatives. The first one is the blockchain uh, initiative at Texas McCombs. Uh, the, the, the purpose of this initiative is to uh, coordinate across all the faculty on campus from uh, electrical engineering, computer science, uh, medical school, uh, law school, business school, uh, all the faculty and students that are interested in blockchain. Um, I basically try to you know, bring them together and work on research projects. Uh, the other initiative that actually um, heading is the FinTech Research Lab, uh, where we um, <clears throat> get our hands dirty in, uh, in uh, um, understanding uh, uh, cryptos. Uh, we run uh, nodes uh, on uh, Bitcoin, Ethereum, Polkadot, uh, and Solana. And uh, we 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 you know we run experiments and uh, and we learn a lot about cryptocurrencies and uh, and uh, and then hopefully we're gonna publish some research on it. Right. You teach fintech. Can you tell us more about how you keep up with the rapidly evolving and growing blockchain industry when 
developing blockchain or fintech curriculum for your students? Yeah, so I first started teaching fintech about fintech in uh, 2017. And um, uh, so I, I teach about three things. I teach about uh, machine learning, um, blockchain technology, and uh, API slash IoT in finance. And so I first teach about the, these three technologies, and then I teach about uh, application of these technologies in the financial sector. Um, uh, in about 2017, 2018, blockchain and crypto became very, very popular. Um, and, and so I've been following and trying to stay up to date on, on this. It's not easy. Uh, there is so much happening every, uh, <clears throat> every month. That is such, you know, like, look, I, I'm a finance faculty. I understand the technology. And still, I, it's not easy for me to actually stay up to date. Uh, and so I, I cannot even imagine for somebody that doesn't have a background in technology or in finance and doesn't, is new to, to blockchain uh, technology, it must be very overwhelming to, uh, uh, to just uh, start understanding about this. And, uh, and so um, why did I choose uh, to, to go into uh, in, in working in blockchain? Uh, I've always, so because of my background, I'm a mix between an engineer and a finance faculty. And, and so, you know, I'm always passionate about new technologies and, uh, and also about finance. And so it was very easy for me to be interested in fintech and especially in, in blockchain. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Your research is also really interesting. Do you think you could tell us more? I mean, you do research on fintech, the effects of social networks and culture and financial policies. Um, do you have anything you would like to share about that? It's really sure. Uh, my, my research is very well diversified. Um, I, I like, uh, yeah, I primarily like to learn. And so, uh, you know, so my research reflects my, my very different interest uh, in finance. So I, I, every time there's a new topic, I'm very excited to learn about it. Um, and, uh, and so I, I have papers on, uh, as, I, as you said, the role of social networks in finance, papers in, in the role of culture in, uh, in, in M&As. Um, I also look at small business financing uh, about the role of credit agencies uh, in, in, in financial markets. Um, <clears throat> lately, I've been uh, uh, working more on, on fintech. Uh, um, uh, I have a paper on uh, equity crowdfunding and, and, and whether it's good to invest in equity crowdfunding or not. Um, and and uh, <clears throat> lately, also, I'm starting to write papers also on, on crypto investing. Yeah. So as you probably already know, our target audience are teens around the world who are interested in crypto or blockchain. Do you have any advice you would give them about entering this industry in the future as a career? So, uh, you know, sometimes I, I read the articles about uh, uh, these this teens that are been mining and they're making, you know, $300,000 a year, you know? And, and this is great. It's great to see that people are really passionate about uh, blockchain technology. Uh, my, my advice, uh, I have two pieces of advice. One is to, to be broad in your, uh, <clears throat> in your, in your study and your understanding of the technology. Uh, don't just focus on what you're good at. Uh, so for example, if you, if, you, if, you, if you really know how to code, okay, this is great. 
but don't just uh, focus on coding. So you're a teenager. So you 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 are you you want to learn more and more. You don't want to specialize at that age. You know. So maybe when you get in your twenties, thirties, forties, you specialize on something that you're good at. But but right now, I think it's very important for for a teenager to to have a broad uh, um, uh, set of skills. And so if you already know how to code, then just learn also the, 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 the business application of launching technology. Or if you, if you understand the business application, but you don't know the technology behind it, maybe just you know, you know, try to create a, a, a more wholesome uh, um, uh, skill set. Right? That, that's the first uh, uh, suggestion I have. The second suggestion has to do with what we call uh, confirmation bias. Uh, which I think is one of the biggest problems uh, that we face nowadays in society. And, and especially when it comes to blockchain technology. Uh, blockchain technology is one of those um, uh, <clears throat> topics that elicits very strong reactions. Uh, a, a, lot of, you know, a lot of people think that blockchain technology is going to be the, the new uh, internet and everybody's going to use cryptos and blockchain 10 years from now. And others believe that blockchain, cryptos and blockchain is just a fad and has no value and so on. And, and, and so usually people tend to actually cluster uh, in, in their view in one of these two camps. And, and my suggestion is to be open-minded. And so confirmation bias, and let, let me define what it is. Confirmation bias is basically when you form an opinion and then you go out and seek information that only confirms your, your previous opinion. And, and so, and this is very dangerous because you're basically not learning it. You know? So when it comes to blockchain technology and cryptos, my recommendation is uh, to, uh, to read from many different uh, uh, sources and opinions, okay? And, and be open-minded in, uh, and so don't, don't just form an opinion and try to repeat whatever you read uh, in, in, the, in the last media market, so, um, so, so, so read from many different sources and try to understand uh, all the point of view of, of, uh, of, the, of all the participants in the blockchain space. Uh, so, uh, so don't, 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 don't just uh, focus on, uh, on, uh, on reading from people that you agree with, especially when it comes to blockchain technology. Uh, but just be very open-minded on that. You know, be like a scientist. Uh, scientists don't, don't come with preconceived conceptions about what works, what doesn't work. They are engineers and they, they, they try to figure out whether, you know, whether, um, whether you know, things are true or not. And, uh, and so don't be attached to, the, uh, to your opinions and, and, and actually challenge the opinion you have and try to, to grow and learn. Definitely. So you mentioned um, it's bad for teenagers or high school students to have a narrow skill set. What do you think is most beneficial for students to kind of have as a skill set or to learn more about? Um, so definitely, you know, blockchain technology is a mix between uh, um, technology and, uh, and business. Um, and so ideally, you will want to have a uh, uh, a good understanding of both. <clears throat> but I also understand that, look, you know, there's some people that don't like coding. And, uh, and I don't think it's good to say that everybody needs to know how to code. You know, like everybody needs to know how to solve uh, differential equations. 
that, you know, like you really need to follow what you like, yet, you know, and, and so it's true. Maybe you, you need to, you know, try all different things. Uh, but at the same time, uh, you know, you, you also want to follow your passions. And so when it comes to blockchain technology, uh, yes, I agree. I think everybody should have just an understanding of what coding is, the business application of blockchain technology. Uh, you know, but then like you don't, you, you cannot be an expert on everything. Right? And so my suggestion is have a good background on, on everything, you know, just an understanding of how everything works. And, and then uh, when you have that, then you can start thinking about specializing. For the high school juniors and seniors who are deciding which colleges to apply to, as a professor yourself, do you recommend any good colleges to study crypto or blockchain at? Uh, well, obviously UT, UT Austin is one, uh, but no, you know, beside that, I, I think that nowadays most of the top uh, schools uh, are open-minded about the technologies. If I um, want to name names, uh, uh, I think uh, UC Berkeley is very active. Uh, the, the student population is very active. Uh, we uh, here at UT have uh, uh, two student organizations uh, on the campus that, uh, uh, that, that are about blockchain technology. Uh, Wharton is also uh, very active in FinTech uh, and, and blockchain. Um, so I, I would say that there are a variety of universities that are more interested in cryptos. I think uh, um, there are a couple of publications, I think Coinbase, that, that reviews every year uh, all the universities and see what, how many courses they offer in blockchain technologies and so on. And so my recommendation is, uh, I don't remember their ranking, but my recommendation is to Google Coindesk and, uh, and, and, uh, and universities. And there you'll find uh, uh, article I talk about how different, uh, uh, what, what type of uh, blockchain offerings uh, different universities have. Uh, but, you know, again, from my, from memory, I think UC Berkeley, UT, and Wharton were the ones that actually stood out to me. Great. Do you have any advice for teens looking to learn more about the specifics of blockchain? Again, it's, um, <laughs> it's not easy. So if I, if I were a team that didn't understand much about technology, blockchain, that would be hard because you're going to start reading articles on, uh, on, uh, <coughs> on uh, you know, Coindesk or, uh, but, but all this information is very fragmented. And I think for, 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 for learning, you need to have a, 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 a framework where you can put all this information. And, and it takes time. Uh, so, uh, Talking to, talking to people uh, that have that framework, uh, you know, you know, for example, university. If you if if you, you know, if you come to UT, you will, uh, you know, you can take classes on blockchain technology that gives you that framework, and then everything else that you learn on your own, you can you can place it in, in according to that framework, and. Uh, so if you're a teen, uh, obviously probably you're not in college yet. Um, but uh, what you can do is uh, you can talk to people that are in college. Uh, you can, uh, beside reading on, on the internet, uh, you know, maybe you can, uh, you can ask questions to, uh, to your you know, math professor and see whether they understand a little bit about it. You know, 
So you need to create yourself uh, this framework, and uh, which is not easy. So I totally empathize with uh, the struggle that it, the team have in understanding this. Well, how did you yourself learn about blockchain or crypto? That's a great question. So I, when I wanted to start teaching about fintech, um, obviously it was a new world, and uh, um, I need I, I took six months off, and I just prepared the, the the fintech course, and so I had to learn a lot about blockchain, machine learning, IoT, APIs, and so on, and. Um, it was a lot of, I mean, I already have, a, you know, obviously, you know, I'm, a, I'm a finance faculty, so <clears throat> I, I am an engineer. So I already have a very good background on it. But it took me a lot of time, you know, searching on the internet, because at that time, there were no textbooks on, on blockchain technology, you know. Um, now you start seeing uh, books uh, written about it. Uh, but before, there really was no material to talk about. It's mostly like people on, on Twitter or, or on, uh, on some blogs, uh, uh, on Medium, uh, and so on. Uh, so that, that's how I learned. But that's, uh, that's not very efficient because it took me a long time to do it. And so I will start with basic uh, uh, books, textbooks on blockchain technology. Uh, and obviously, they have to be at the right level uh, so that you can understand them. Yeah. So since we're almost out of time on this episode, do you have any other final thoughts or general advice, um, perhaps safety advice or really any words of wisdom that you would like to share with our listeners? Yeah, I, mean, I want to go back to my previous point uh, about open mindedness and uh, uh, about uh, uh, about confirmation bias and, and, and how. Uh, we really need to actively fight this tendency of confirmation bias, especially if you're a team. Because as a team, uh, you know, you want to signal that you understand things and that you want to feel that you are an expert, that you know things, which is, which is, which is, which is good. You know, you're trying to create your own identity. At the same time, it's also okay not to know. And it's also okay to say that you don't know certain I actually practice this all the time. You know, sometimes people think that professors know everything, but that's actually not true. And sometimes there's a pressure for faculty to actually pretend that they actually know everything. And so I, very often in my class, I, I just say, look, you know, I, I don't know this. So when they ask questions that I don't know, I don't try to just make up an answer. I just simply say, hey, I just don't know this, but I'm, that's a good question. And I'm going to research it and then come back and, and then get back to you. And so uh, I think the same attitude needs to be taken by teams, uh, uh, well, you know, basically anybody, not just team leaders, uh, which is the idea of uh, uh, not pretending. And uh, uh, especially with blockchain, there's a lot that I don't know and I don't understand. Um, and that's okay. You know, that's, that means that it's an opportunity for you to learn. And, uh, and so my, my word of advice is uh, A, be open and don't fall for confirmation bias. And, and B, just, just be uh, okay in not knowing and admitting that very often you don't know the answer and uh, you want to figure it out. Well, thank you so much for joining us today. This has been such a pleasure and a really educational experience. Um, on behalf of Cryptocurrency Teens and our listeners, I would like to thank you for sharing your experiences, suggestions, and advice. I really appreciate you taking your time to speak with us. Absolutely. Thank you, Abigail. It's a pleasure.
Thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Cryptocurrency Teens podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, subscribe on your favorite podcast app and visit the CryptocurrencyTeens.com website to find extra resources and info. See you soon. Disclaimer, the views, information, or opinions expressed during this podcast are solely those of the individuals involved and do not necessarily represent those of cryptocurrency teams and its staff. Second disclaimer is that this is not financial advice. The information contained in this podcast is not intended as and shall not be understood or construed as financial advice. In general, the advice offered by our guests should be general advice about the cryptocurrency industry or the blockchain industry and not specific investment advice.